they have no idea the pleasure of urinating on ice cubes. Such a it's one of the great pleasures of life. Recorded live, simply to reduce the amount of time spent in post-production, the new indispensable show with Sable and Dave. Let's take a deep dive into the shallow end of American culture. Welcome back, Mr. Dave Smith. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to you as well. Been a couple weeks. That's right. Well, I did. Uh, I did take last week off. It was good. I took last week off to attend an event, and uh, nobody showed up. But oh, me. What, what event was this? It's a, a lo- local event to uh, support some language skills. But language skills. Yeah. Okay. The only uh, the only people that showed up were the people that I knew who were going to be there. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll tell you more about these okay. uh, these other events off the pod. But uh, <laughs> that, right. we so we've uh, we've sat on some really important issues of the day that I'm really excited to get to. Gosh, when you walked in, so many. you really weren't sure what was going to be on the agenda. No. So now that you know, we've got hot topics to talk about. Oh my God, they're so hot! But first, first we have to let the audience know what we're drinking. Hmm. Woodford uh, Double Oak, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Is that what Woodford we Woodford uh, Reserve Double Oaked. It is so fine, and it really is very caramelly and woodsy and uh, dark. And mm-hmm. um, um, it's smooth, car- caramelized. Maybe I should say it's really I'd good. S- I'd say that Woodford 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 Reserve in general is a little bit on the harsher side for for uh, newer whiskey drinkers. Mm. I recommend an ice cube then in that case mm-hmm. for uh, you new folks. Well, I generally like ice cubes in my whiskey anyway. Yeah, it's probably better for the overall inflammatory effect of alcohol to throw an ice cube in there. It kind of softens the blow to your system. So, and, and both of us are trying to, you know, drop a few pounds and they keep reducing the inflammation helps a little bit on that too. Who isn't, my friend? Yeah. Who isn't? Mm-hmm. And we have the Sheldag blended Scotch whiskey on, on deck for when we run out of the Woodford. That's right. I saved it's some the of that smoky, smoky stuff. That's really tasty. Which is excellent. And very affordable. <sighs> That's right. And uh, I've been I've been uh, lucky enough. Um, you know, uh, once again, in the midst of our pandemic, most things have been canceled, but not everything. So I still have a concert coming up mm. very soon, and I've had lots of rehearsal for that. So that's exciting. In-person show? In-person show. Where is this going to be? That's going to be um, in our uh, local... In our local show area with some singers from New York, from Broadway, coming oh. coming to join in. Do I know about the show already? Am I going to the show, or is this some other uh, thing that I don't know about? Well, I would think that you knew about it, and if you didn't know about it, I don't think I'll, I knew about it. I'll get you a ticket. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Is this at the place where we had some Broadway singers uh, perform in the past? Okay. Exactly. I'd like to go to that. That, that sounds All right. good. I don't know why I don't know about this. I got, I got you a ticket. Okay. All right. Excellent. Just one? Because maybe the girls would want to go. Sure. We got it. I think we should go. Okay. Nice. Oh, well, I'm glad I mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Off pod. And when is it? That's Saturday. Saturday. 7 p.m. Okay. All right. <laughs> Making plans <laughs> on the podcast. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Live and in public. Everybody well, everybody listening, can you put that on your calendar and then remind me in case I forget? <laughs> They're going to do it. They're really going to do it. <laughs> well, Rally Bear, can you remind me? Send me an email. Sometime in the last month, I think it was... <clears throat> I think it was... We heard about Wordle, or I heard about Wordle, the the game that you play in your browser, because there was 
all kinds of Android malware mm. that was being presented as a Wordle clone. Mm-hmm. So people would go to the app store on their Android phone, they would search for Wordle, they would get something that looked like this game, and then they would install malware and all their information would be stolen. Ooh. And that's why I was like, what is this game that's so good that there's thousands of clones already? Mm-hmm. And there were even there, there are even clones on the iPhone, on the iOS app store, but the malware was mostly on Android. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I've started playing and I thought, oh, this is pretty cool. And I told everyone about it and ev- everyone's playing. Mm-hmm. The in-laws are playing. The kids are playing. Everyone's texting and, and each other. Everybody shares their, their, uh, their, their, their results. Right, their Wordle results every every morning. My first one, I got it on the second try. I thought that was pretty impressive. It was good? Yeah, it was it, good. In fact, I will quote you specifically. You said, I don't suck at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like words, though, you know. <laughs> It's, it was fun. It's fun. I, I, I like the simplicity of it, too. So yeah. if there's anyone that, that hasn't played Wordle yet, there's just a grid. There's um, You get six six attempts, so there's six lines of five boxes. And it's a five-letter word, and you just guess the word. And if you guess a letter that isn't in the word, it turns gray, and it turns gray on the keyboard. So you can look down at the keyboard and go, well, there's no mm-hmm. L, there's no M, there's no B, mm-hmm. uh, there's no A, so it's definitely not you know, the word black because you know the letters aren't there. So then you kind of figure out the word. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been kind of fun. So fun. And I didn't realize how popular it was. It wasn't just us and the kids and the family and everyone texting each other. It turns out it's like most of the country is playing Wordle. Everybody's been playing Wordle. <laughs> And it got so Kim Jong Un's very good at it. I see he keeps getting it in one guess. That's right. Kim Jong Un is very good at Wordle. Just, I should just start a Twitter account called Kim Jong Un's Wordle. <laughs> just just post every day. That would, I'm going to do it. That would be now awesome. that I just put it out for everybody. I'm going to. I'll try to do well, it. Well, you could put it on our Twitter at Sable and Dave. Yeah, yeah. I or, will. but I like to start a new handle called Kim Jong Un's Twitter uh, Wordle. You put uh, Wordle it out there, and then we'll retweet it on yeah. ours. Yeah. If you think this idea is a horrible idea, please let us know on Twitter at Sable and Dave. Now, yeah. my my first thought was to create an Instagram spoiler account, but maybe I was wrong, and I should oh. create a Twitter spoiler account. Well, it clearly says Wordle spoilers don't look here, <laughs> yeah. and then every day I'll just post my solution and how I got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty. You'll be hated. I'm pretty reasonable at getting it in three or four guesses most days, and a couple days it's taken me five. One day it even took me six tries. One day I didn't get it. I just I just got mad. I just started typing words in, and then I did. I just I'm like nah. <laughs> that was probably proxy. Yeah, it must have been that one. <laughs> You're like I never I, got that one. I never got that one. Damn it. Well, there's one thing when you <clears throat> when you create a website that gets really popular, people want to own it. The New York Times has purchased Wordle. And the the writer, whose name is Wardle, Josh Wardle, he wrote a note. What? Wardle? Yeah, he wrote a note. How do you spell his name? With an A, Wardle. Wardle. Wow, that's, that's kind of cool. His name is Josh Wardle, which is why he named it Wordle. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. He says... I caught that right away. I think it's by me. <laughs> he says... Since launching Wordle, I've been in awe of the response from everyone that has played. 
The game has gotten bigger than I ever imagined, which I suppose isn't that much of a feat given I made the game for an audience of one. Are you bored yet? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> this reminds me of Tippy. Oh. <laughs> Tippy's is, great. Isn't that an app that you created yeah, that's, to that's, cal- calculate your that's tips? That's my tip it's great. calculator. Yeah, that's great. Tippy. All right. I'm going to read a little bit more here. Okay. He says, it's been incredible to watch a game bring so much joy to so many. And I feel so grateful for the personal stories some of you have shared with me, from Wordle uniting distant family members, to provoking friendly rivalries, to supporting medical recoveries. Given this incredible, given this, I am incredibly pleased to announce that I have reached an agreement with the New York Times for them to take over running Wordle going forward. If you've followed along with the story of Wordle, you'll know that New York Times game games play a big part in its origins. And so this step feels very natural to me. <laughs> Timed that pretty well. So they're going to change all the words to like woke words, probably like everything's going to be like racist and, uh, you know, fake news. Well, although the, the words will probably be fake themselves or s- somehow, and you have to fact check the, mm-hmm. the wordle words and stuff. And I don't know. But let me translate I I I this. I don't have good high hopes for this. <laughs> I'm going to translate this for everybody. He got a million bucks and he's like, just, just take a it. Million? Probably. I'm good for him. I, he I made a web. He made a website that there's now a thousand clones of. It probably caught, took him an hour to program it, and it, it costs what ten dollars a year to keep them. <laughs> maybe maybe him, it man. took him more than an hour, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. ten bucks in in uh, servers probably kept it running. Yeah, and now it's all sold, and that's fine. Congratulations. Yeah. We we're all very sad though when we read that because we knew that. The day it switches over will yeah. be the last day. They're going to fuck it up somehow. <laughs> now How the, will they fuck it up? The New York Times did say w- that they'll keep all your streak and score information, mm-hmm. which is the other important thing. Whatever browser you play it on, it keeps your information. Okay, idea right now. I want you to get it. It's called birdle.com. It's mm-hmm. just the name of a bird. You have to go and get it. It's just, it's just all bird-themed Wordle. Okay. okay. Ready? Let's go. Bird-themed Wordle. Do it now. Here we go. Go to wokewitty.com, and you could go, and then from there, you go to wokewitty.com slash Bertle, right? There already, you go. It's already done? Good. Wokewitty, <laughs> W-O-K-E-Q-U-I-T-Y, Wokewitty. Awesome. And I thought you weren't going to have any jokes for this Wordle. <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> I'm getting some ice now from my shell day, because I went through the Woodford already. I like it's it. It's going to be one of those nights, dude. Sorry. You can hear that? Oh, I love it. It sounds great. Now, I really, really want you to tell me what's going on here. Tell me about the honking, Dave. Oh, is that the honk? I thought that was sounds from like one of Jupiter's moons or something. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the the truckers in uh, in Ottawa. Is that where they're at? Mm-hmm. Well. I'm with the the uh, the honking. I'm with the truckers mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they uh, they have a righteous cause. It's it's like workers actually rising up, and then and then the funny part is the leftists who are the champion of the worker. They're against them, of course, because they're for totalitarianism, and they want to make sure that everybody gets shots that they probably don't need, just because they told them to. And all 
they're, so they're out there honk, honking their horns day and night, blocking roads, saying we're not delivering your stupid shit until mm-hmm. you just say that you don't have to get the vaccine. And all they're asking for is, hey, just like you do with the police, just let us not take the vaccine if we don't want to. But they refuse to extend it to truckers and the government of Canada, and they're a bunch of fucking assholes, and they deserve to have this shit thrown back in their faces. So fuck the government of Canada, and there you go. So truckers from all over Canada and from the United States drove into Ottawa. At last I heard it was about 800 trucks. Wow. Just parked in the middle of the of the street blocking roads in front of the capital, around neighborhoods, blocking bridges going down to New York, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've just been there and when I looked at what they were asking for, they said you know, we really just, we're not around people. We're in our trucks for 20 hours a day. And when we go unload the trucks, we're outside where you can't catch COVID. I don't think the mandate is appropriate. And I don't want to get fired because you want to mandate me to take it. And that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's pretty. That's it. a pretty easy ask. And, but I, I like yeah. the way that you framed it as the workers are standing up for their rights Mm-hmm. And the party of the workers' rights is denying them. Except it's in Canada. They're not Americans. Right. They don't have the same rights in right. Canada. I imagine uh, the leftists here seem to be, you know, they think they're just a bunch of idiots. And, of course, they, they always have the, uh, what do they call them? The agents provocateurs. Provocateurs. The, get a guy dressed as a Nazi out there walking around them and so we can get some footage of that and then throw it on CNN. But, right. And they have... Had a, a few yahoos walking around, and of course the truckers are like, "Would you get the fuck out of here, please?" And they they kick them out, mm-hmm. but not before CNN gets a picture. Well, but, I heard from non-American media that there were jumpy houses and there mm-hmm. were uh, food trucks. People were out barbecuing. They're doing laundry. They're dance parties. That they're just out there. They're saying, "Look, we we just want you to not stick us with drugs." That's yes, it. we just want. To be able to choose not to uh, take this particular shot because we think for whatever reason I don't give a fuck. It's like the the new I I hate how they've they've invented new words like like uh, well they've they've adjusted the the meaning of words which, which they love doing now. Winston Smith mm-hmm. is hard at work. I always say he's going back and adjusting words. Remember when the, the nineteen eighty four George Orwell? Yeah, uh, remember when the the um, person said about. Uh, um, Sexual preference was uh, was was a uh, um, offensive term. It didn't say that in the dictionary about that, but someone at Merriam-Webster went in and changed it to say offensive after yeah. the this uh, person had, after this Congress person had said it was offensive. It's like okay, Winston, um, but they've changed it to uh, now. If you're if uh, someone like me who I actually took the vaccine because I hate getting colds and anything that'll make my sniffles a little bit less, I'm like I'll I'll drink it. I don't mm-hmm. care, but I don't think anybody should be forced to take it. Right, whatever, and but I'm anti-vax now because of that. Even though I took the vaccine mm-hmm. and I like vaccines, I'm now considered anti-vax, and I'm saying like, um, you know, um, women. Uh, I'm sure a lot of women enjoy sex, but do you want me to force it on you? Oh, you're anti-sex then, if if you don't want me to force it on you. Oh, that's right. That's I right. guess you're anti-sex. Okay, that's fine. You can be anti-sex if you want. Whatever. That's that's up to you. I mean, if uh, if you went to a, if you went to a pregnant woman and you said you have to have an abortion. And they said, no, but I don't want an abortion. Oh, you're anti-abortion. Mm-hmm, right. Like, wait, <laughs> what? 
Well, they're a bunch of dummies. They have no idea what they're doing. The uh, the um, uh, the the leftists that are running the show in Canada, in Canada, in Canada. Oh, and here too, they just they 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 have a hard job. They have a hard job because everything's based on uh, victimology, and they have mm-hmm. to adjust their opinion to to fit that filter. Every day. it's really hard for them. I'll get into that later. When, you know, talking more about like the uh, the NFL, but let's talk about that in a bit. Oh, we got talks about the NFL too. Mm-hmm. That's. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah, I support the honking. That is a teaser. <laughs> yeah, I'm so gonna I'm gonna write that down. Do and, not and believe hold you to it. There's lots of fake news stories. They're like, oh, it's a bunch of Nazis. Uh, all these truckers are just white supremacists. Which remember, it used to be just racist, but Democrats have so raped the shit out of the word racist that nobody even hears <laughs> it anymore. So they have to switch over and oh, uh, white supremacist. That's what they are. So all. How many trucks did you say were there? There are 800 trucks. 800 trucks. And, and that's just the actual big yeah, rigs. I, I'm sure there's that many uh, racist truckers. Now, of course, the Canadians are angry. We want your our Nazi truckers delivering the bread to our stores, not you know honking your horns to not take a shot. So I, I guess it was okay when they were delivering their stores that they were Nazis, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I actually don't think that that many people are angry with the truckers. I think there are some people that live in the area that are reasonably bothered by the honking and by the traffic and not being able to drive out of their driveway. Sure. And the rest of the entire country is probably supporting them and saying, you know what? We stood up for a long time. And I have to say, Canada, the Canadians were very compliant with their COVID regulations. (laughs) They were locked down pretty hard. And, And it took them a long time to stand up. And I actually heard tonight when I was at a little social gathering that there is going to be an American truck um, honking in a similar manner, starting <laughs> from so. various points across the country and ending up in Washington, D.C. Oh, this is going to be great. Now, have you got any news about that yet? No, have you heard? No. I have heard talking no. about it. I know our Facebook page was shut down. When the they Facebook were page was shut down. Yeah. And this is, this is a really uh, disturbing time with social media and really interesting for us to think about what's important. The media, the tools that we use, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, they somebody at that at that uh, tech organization is deciding that they're offended by what you're saying and they're just turning it off. They're saying, no, no, this is Facebook. You're not allowed to talk about a peaceful protest or disagreeing with a government official. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't it's know what disgusting. Could, I don't know what could possibly go wrong when you're not allowed to disagree with a public official, <laughs> but the news is certainly not reporting about it. Yeah. You can't write about it on Facebook, the Facebook page you said was taken offline. Mm-hmm. If you happen to be peacefully assembling and you want to gather support from your fellow um, citizens, you can't even use a technology device to raise money. Yeah, you have to go to like Rumble or, or Getter or something. You know, well, the you could do the Canadian truckers were were using a fundraising mechanism mm-hmm. called GoFundMe, right. and GoFundMe. Somebody, one of the woke, probably one of the woke staff there, decided that they didn't like people peacefully assembling and getting money to to request that they not have to get a shot that they don't want. Somebody at GoFundMe said, 
you should take any drug that I think you should take, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take all your money and give it to some other charity yeah, instead. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to decide where this money should go with a bunch of assholes. But they luckily, uh, go fund yourself really, uh, you know, took it in the shorts on that one. So uh, they they, they to, did, they to, <laughs> but I think got scared. I think the systemic issue is that the people at GoFundMe felt that it was appropriate to say, no, your cause is no good. We're going to take your money and we're going to do something else with it. Now, yeah, the, well, the yeah. donors did get their money back. Good, good. But over the past few years, uh, up until mm, up until up until the uh, the uh, the Biden era, it's really there's this year there's going to be a big turn. But anyway, they thought that was totally okay and normal to to, to um to only uh, you know like they spent Facebook spent a couple of years, you know, certainly the last year. Uh, um, Watching, you know, let, letting BLM and Antifa violent things go on and have organized stuff on Facebook. They didn't care. No, no, right. fine. it's fine. But they agree with that side. So they're like, that's okay. And then, well, I don't like this side. So I'm going to turn this lever. I'm going to hit this switch and turn it off. But, right. Um, right. Now, they're creating now the, some big problems with this. Is there's going to be some shit going down, I think, pretty soon. One, when the people that have the power are abusing that. It's only a matter of time before that power gets turned against them. Uh-huh. This is where they don't... God damn, you know, Scott Adams talks about this all the time, and I know it too. It's the same thing. It's like, but the, the left, they don't... They never seem to consider human... Uh, like our... Um, h- how humans actually behave in real life. They, 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 they think that if they're going to... They think they're going to pass this law, like, oh, we're going to... Uh, get rid of guns. That means no one will will get guns anymore. What? No. No. <laughs> they just Criminals don't take. They don't guns. take in human uh, motivations at all in anything. And then, um, um, so they'll, they'll want to let's get rid of the filibuster. Really? You don't think that's going to go back and bite you in the ass? <laughs> like really? You're you're such an idiot. Usually, this when you create a a change like that, first thing that happens is you get bit in the ass by the same change. Absolutely. And they just never seem to, you know, they, they don't seem to take that into consideration, like, ever. I don't know. Well, I think it's short-term thinking. And I think companies that have this type of uh, activist, this type of activist that thinks their way is the only way that's right and everybody else should be ruined, I think that it's going to bring a lot of companies down. Now, let me ask you a personal. Yeah, how, do you, how do you get rid of that person too? If you don't, if you're like, oh, we got to stop this. You're fired. <gasps> what? And then, and then you have to go through the the uh, um, uh, legion of lawyers coming because you because th- this is probably a wokester who's got a million grievances with everything that was going wrong at the company, and they're going to hit mm-hmm. you with all of this. Well, uh, let me ask you a yeah. question. This is a personal question. Yeah. Let's say that you decide you're going to go in. Um, you want to buy some. You see a nice looking store and you go in to buy some cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And when you go in, you see they have all these beautiful cupcakes in the store. And uh, they sell chocolate cupcakes, they sell vanilla cupcakes, they sell strawberry cupcakes. You buy some chocolate cupcakes, you go home, you eat them. Of course, you're going to gain some weight. <laughs> but as you're sitting there, you're thinking, you, see, you know what? Strawberry cupcakes, that doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like you should have strawberry cupcakes. No. I think they're co-opting this, and they should not be allowed to sell strawberry cupcakes. So you go into the store to the manager, 
and you say, look, I really like your cupcakes. I bought the chocolate ones. They were delicious. But you have to stop selling strawberry shortcakes. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Yeah. Strawberry cupcakes. And the guy says, no. There's nothing wrong with any of this you're saying. I totally agree with you. He says, no. Um, we, We sell most of our cupcakes are the strawberry ones. We make a lot of good business from it. They're delicious. And don't buy them if you don't like them. And you decide that's not a good enough answer. So you get a thousand of your closest friends and you all go to the store and you break the window and you kill the guy and you destroy all the equipment. And when you walk away, you feel very good about yourself and say, you know what? He should never have sold those strawberry cupcakes. What do you think about that, well, yeah, that w- scenario? This wouldn't have happened if he was not selling the strawberry. He, he should he should capitulate immediately. And now that you're t- saying this story, I should go buy a gun because uh, I think I need a gun now. You, you <laughs> def- this is happening. This is going to be happening. You definitely need a gun. But this is what is happening with Joe Rogan right now on Spotify. Mm, yeah. yeah, right. So Joe Rogan, which we've mentioned a few times because he is – he is a very large presence in our culture right now. He, Joe Rogan is interviewing all kinds of interesting guys. He's interviewing them for hours and hours, getting really fantastic information. I have some alarm going off. Hang on. I guess do not disturb doesn't apply to my alarms here. Hang on, hmm. sorry. No problem. Oh, it's reminding me that street sweeping tomorrow. Oh, so good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Android phone. <laughs> so... Here's a guy, he's got a thou- over a thousand um, episodes of his podcast. People from all walks of life, all interest levels, all and progressively higher and higher levels of expertise in various areas on this show. And a couple of them have some concerns about the COVID policies by the federal government. Mm-hmm. So... As a, as a good citizen, naturally, what you do is you decide you want to ruin his life and destroy him and do everything you can and get all your friends and try to shut down his ability to make a living. Yeah. In- instead of saying, on this particular show... Um, they referred to this study that, but this study's really, it's got poor data and, you know, uh, you should really, you know, you could just kind of throw that okay. part out. No, right. he, his show must be removed from, from the Spotify and he should be cast out uh, into the land of Nod, east of Eden, and, and castrated and his seed be wiped from the earth. That's what they want. Well, now, now, how about this? How about you decide that you really, you don't like the fact that Joe Rogan is even willing to listen to somebody that has a contrary opinion to you? How about you decide you're going to take all your music and you're just going to go off Spotify? You say, you know what? I don't like the fact that Spotify lets Joe Rogan talk to people that I disagree with and I am also have these other grievances. I'm just going to take my music and go. Would that be appropriate? Sure. Whatever. 100%. Yeah, whatever. But if Neil Young decides to gather all of his friends and try to form an army and say, Spotify, you have to... You have to ruin Joe Rogan's livelihood. You have to break your contract with him. You have to lose your $100 million or you lose the heart of gold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever, fine. This battle, he'll just, you know, he, Joe Rogan's kind of uncancelable. So he'll just go wherever. I don't care if they band together, him and Joni Mitchell and all those, like, you know, the, get their walkers all out in a row, like Helms Deep. And <laughs> we're taking these songs off that 
most of you haven't heard in 30 years. Well, no, I do appreciate that Neil Young is willing to take a stand. He had a really fascinating technology product a decade ago called the Pono. Mm -hmm. And what Neil Young really wanted was studio quality music that you could listen to instead of the junky MP3s that we have. Yeah. Now, what you get on Spotify and what you get on Apple Music is better than it was 10 years ago, but it's mm -hmm. still not as good as a CD and it's still not studio quality. It's possible to get studio quality music, tip, you really have to get title. Title? Title. Oh, yeah. It's the only T I D A L. T I D A L. It's yeah. the only one that has, it's called MPQ. And that's really the best quality audio you can stream. So mm -hmm. you're not going to get that on Spotify. Spotify is not as good at audio quality, even at the yeah, high Yeah, they have a high rate. setting that you can do. Even that, it's not as good as Apple. Apple is still there, has... Has there ever been a double-blind study on whether yes. or not people can uh, tell the difference? Yes, there? absolutely. Okay. All right. Most people can't tell the difference. Yeah. That's why MP3s can, are really. successful. Yeah. <laughs> M MP3s are between 5 and 10% of the original recording. Yeah, right. Just with all the empty space cut out, sort of, in a way. Well, what Not happens really, what happens with an MP3 is they take the original the original song, they cut most of it down, but they cut it down in a way that your brain fills in the gaps. So you think that you hear things that aren't really there. <laughs> and it's it's actually brilliant. The way that the the company Fraunhofer, when they came up with the MP3 technology, it's amazing that you can take a song that's 30 megabytes on a WAV file, make it one and a half megabytes on an MP3, and it sounds mostly the same to most people. Yeah, and they're using crappy headphones generally, right? So that's going to be a factor. Well, most people using, are listening on their phone, on the speakerphone. Or yeah, if you're using $3,000 headphones, I bet I could tell probably. Although... The, MP, the the shitty MP3s would probably sound fantastic in three thousand dollar Beats headphones too. If I, don't if, know. if I did the 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 A B comparison in the headphones you have on now, which are seventeen dollar mono price headphones, in my system you would hear the difference, right? Or at least the difference would be available for you to hear, but your ears might not hear them. I don't know. That's yeah. a specialized. Anyway, my ears can't hear anything since the the David Lee Roth Eat 'Em and Smile show that I saw at the Forum. I it wrecked my hearing forever. Oh, is that when Joe Ro show I ever? Heard. Is that when Joe Rogan was a a, a bouncer? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Joe Rogan, yeah, he was so, a bouncer at the. Uh, uh, so mm, mm. what's interesting, like I do appreciate that Neil Young is willing to stand up for his beliefs. But oh, I by feel the way, have the, we fact checked his song about Monsanto? He's talking about how Monsanto is poisoning people with their genetically modified foods, and how he he basically said that they, that they're deliberately poisoning people in one of his songs. And I want to know has that been did, fact made, checked by Spotify? He made a whole album against yeah. GMOs. Yeah, have they fact checked all the stuff? No, that it's he totally said? wrong. He's totally off base. Yeah, it probably is. In fact, I mean, Monsanto's kind of evil, but he's probably it's a he big probably company. Should be fact checked on that. And, yeah, so. But he made a record based on his beliefs, even though I think it was like crazy wackadoodle. <laughs> and sure, Monsanto has bad business practices, but GMOs are not killing the world. Anyway. But it's okay, because he's, he's correct. But I and think... Joe Rogan is incorrect. So whatever, everything, anything goes. I think when you go into the cupcake shop <laughs> and you disagree with them selling strawberry cupcakes, you either don't buy the cupcake or you don't go to the store but you don't gather all your friends 
break the window, kill the owners, yeah. and then pr- go around saying how righteous you are about destroying the cupcake shop. So in yeah. this case, if Neil Young really disagreed with this one episode and he wanted to leave Spotify, it seemed like you could get all your friends together and say, you know what? This one episode really bothered me, and maybe this other episode, and I don't like the guy, so I'm going to leave. But that's not what happened. Neil Young, in his release on his website, and he gathered a bunch of friends, he essentially said, I don't like the fact that Joe Rogan is willing to listen to people that have an idea that's different than mine. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's that his life should be destroyed and he should be canceled. How did Neil Young and Howard Stern both just flip flip over to like they're both the man now? Mm-hmm. Why what the fuck? I think if it just happens Neil with Young, success. Can Neil Young from nineteen seventy one look at Neil Young from twenty twenty one and just I mean, what happened to you, man? I just don't like the bullying aspect. You know, yeah. if you don't like it, just walk away. Yeah, Vote with your dollars. I don't like the donut shop frying their donuts in lard and, and in their, I mean, not the lard, but I wish they used lard, but they use vegetable oil. So I don't go there. I was going to say, if the donut shop was using lard, please tell me because yeah, I'm going to go there. I would go to that I'm going to go to that one. But no, they cook them in their vegetable oil, probably rancid, shitty, um, um, oxidized oil. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't go there. So I'm, I'm going to read you just a little more information that I made some notes here, and I called it the Spotify fiasco. Spotify is getting heat for the Joe Rogan experience, uh, also known as the world's largest pod. In December, Rogan interviewed COVID vaccine critic Dr. Robert Malone. Um, then 270 medical, and I'm going to do air quotes, experts called on Spotify to curb misinformation on its platform. Did they say specifically what the that misinformation was? I think he did he did some study that that was kind of like not that great, maybe. He, did who, they say? Who, who cares? It's right. his, it's this other guy's yeah, idea. Yeah. Also, the 270 medical experts were mostly um, adjunct professors at universities and, dentists and doctoral students, yeah. people that were not medical researchers. Mm-hmm. There was a disturbing lack of medical experts in that. Mm -hmm. So then Neil Young demanded that Spotify remove his music or remove Joe Rogan. So, of course, Spotify removed Neil Young. Mm -hmm. Uh, Neil Young, at the time when I first heard this, I looked. Neil Young was still on Spotify. His number one song had 10 million listens. That's it? Like Heart of Gold or something, maybe? Whatever the number one song was Mm -hmm. at that moment was 10 million. That was the biggest. Everything else was below 10. Mm -hmm. And every Joe Rogan episode has 100 million (laughs) listens. Everyone, there's a thousand of them. Mm -hmm. So people clearly want to hear this. So uh, Neil Young demands that Spotify remove the music. Spotify removed it. And then um, a bunch of people started jumping on. Joni Mitchell... Joni Mitchell, I love Joni Mitchell music. California, mm-hmm. I mean, A Case of You, I love Joni Mitchell music. She also, uh, you know, another 70-year-old, mm-hmm. jumped in the bandwagon and pulled her music. And then Neil got some more of his friends, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. They, you know, they spoke out against it. And Spotify started to capitulate. Mm-hmm. Now there's a warning. It says, warning, you might 
not agree with what this guy says, even though he's a leading expert and possibly the most published uh, medical researcher on the planet, you might not agree with him. So warning, warning, Dave, That's warning. Fine. What it is is like if you go to a, any building in California, it says, warning, this building contains uh, chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer, and you just walk right in because you're like, yep, that's on every building. Of course, you might disagree with any guest on any fucking show. It's like... It's it's ridiculous. It's fucking retarded. Whatever, but good, uh, fine. Actually, I, I would prefer that Joe Rogan actually have, like he said when he came on, he, he responded like uh, the next day or two saying, yeah, maybe I should have like someone on to rebut that who's also an expert. It's like, fine, good. I'll, I'll listen to, the, to this guy. Put Sanjay Gupta on there if you want. He did have Sanjay yeah, Gupta he on. he did have Sanjay Gupta he, before. He did have Osterholm from the like the yeah, current right. regime. He That's the thing. He did have... Yeah, he has had those guys. ...both sides of every argument. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Joe Rogan fanboy, but... He is bringing in both sides of the conversation. He brings in experts. He doesn't bring his own opinion into the interview. He just asks honest questions. Yeah, he's pretty good at that. And he's quite possibly the best interviewer he's really good. of all time. And, and they let him talk for three, four hours. So like, that's fine. And guess what? You, yeah, you might get something wrong if you talk for three hours. Oh my God. Yeah. Definitely. Oh my God. Definitely. Whoopi stepped into that, you know. Whoopi, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. It's, a, it's too bad for her. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, Whoopi should have been canceled, but you know what? She she's no she's she never extends the all that branch to anybody else that she disagrees with. So fuck Whoopi. But I'm sure she'll be back on TV very soon. So no big deal. You know, I I think it's really it's a problem in our society right now among a certain class of people that they feel they know, and you must be too stupid to understand if you don't agree with them. Yeah. And I might have yeah. mentioned I might have mentioned this early on when we rebooted the show that I had uh, one of the things that has led me to my my Facebook strategy that I have, which is very simple, by the way. You uh, you unfriend everybody that you really can. <laughs> so everyone that's not family, mm-hmm. everyone that you aren't seeing on a regular basis, and everyone that you that you're not sure they actually use Facebook. You unfriend them. You get your friends list down below two hundred. And then you unfollow everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You log into Facebook and it says error. And it takes you like an hour to unfollow everybody. <laughs> and then every now and then you just go and you click on the sidebar where somebody tags you and that's it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that, that's very, very complicated and difficult to get there. I hardly ever go to Facebook. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, and the show is not on Facebook right now because no. we would have to put together a page and we would probably get kicked off Yeah, for the types of things that we talk about because yeah. Facebook is full of these uh, very activist, opinionated people who, are, who they're not capable of hearing a countermanding point of view. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where we're really having an issue you can't bring up a point that is against what they believe, whether there's a factual basis to it or not. Yeah, and uh, you know that thing I was talking about with uh, Robert Malone. They they do they'll they'll fact check somebody. They go, this expert says this, so they just find one expert who disagrees, and they go, oh, okay, well that's that's uh, fact check false. What? You just got some other expert quote-unquote expert, to just disagree mm-hmm. with that guy. Now, well, how do we? How do I know which expert 
is correct. Right. I have no way of knowing. Here's a medical research with long credentials who spoke for three hours, and there was one minor point that some other medical expert could argue against, Yeah. and therefore everything he said is BS. Yeah. Can we go through every Dick Cavett show, every Tom Snyder show from the 70s, and where, where uh, uh, what's that guy's name that I tried to remember the name of? Like Noam Chomsky's talking, mm-hmm. and... I'll guarantee fucking tea you he got some point wrong about something. We didn't used to we didn't used to flip out about this. I got to I got to tell God. you I'll bet every Dick Cavett show is better than anything that's on late night TV yeah, tonight. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't think Jack it, Parr the Tonight Show his 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 Tonight shows are really good. Mhm. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't have that kind of quality right now. No. So there's there's a there's a, an issue going through the colleges right now as we're on the decline of Omicron in the COVID world. Are they sad about this? Like having to maybe go back to work and just well, go people back to normal? Well, def- people don't want to go back to work. They're yeah. like, it's not safe. The students are going to kill us. But the, listen to how draconian this is. You have to install a spyware app on your phone if you're a student. You can't go on the campus if you don't install this. Hmm. The... App pops up every morning and asks you personal what if you questions. don't own a cell phone? Uh, then you can't go to the campus. You can't go to school if you don't own a cell you can't, phone? You can't go to school. You have to install this. Wow. So let's say that you had to go to school in order to use So the, Amish are not allowed to go to that school. That's nope. racist. Nope. No Amish allowed. Whatever it is. And the college doesn't want them because if they're not willing to install the tracking app... Mm-hmm. Okay, and then in the morning it pops up. Hey, you should answer your health questions. Seven o'clock every morning, you answer your health questions, and then when you sex with, then when you get on the campus, you have to scan the door of every room you go into. Wow, it's called a QR safe code. Every room you go into, they want you to scan. So the app is tracking you as you go around the campus. You want to go into the library first, scan, and then show your green check mark. You want to go into the lab and borrow a, a laptop, first scan, and then show your green check mark. So annoying. What's the danger of that, by the way? You're a security expert. Oh, the danger of that? Le- yeah. You mean like the Olympics, where the uh, Chinese government and anybody else that I wants your data can... I Olympics. I haven't oh. even accidentally watched any Olympics. Who, who cares about the Olympics? The Chinese government is mandating that every person attending the Olympics installs their spyware app mm-hmm. on the on their phone. And the, mm-hmm. the Citizen Lab, which has done some great work in the past, has analyzed that. Anybody that wants to just track you, listen to the phone, the microphone at any time, turn on the camera, just has access to that. Of course, of course. Of course. And if you put that on your phone, then you deserve to have that on your phone. That's what I'm that's all I'm well, saying. But let's say you're <laughs> you deserve, you're an Olympic athlete. You shouldn't you shouldn't go there then. Right. May, I, may, I wish you'd stay home. Just go do something else. Now Neil Young would have protested. Neil Young, <laughs> we could have used you to protest the Beijing Olympics. He's a confused old man. It's not gonna happen. I wouldn't say he's addled though. I I don't know. I have to talk to him. I have to give him a a, a what's that test they're gonna give uh, just turn your mic a little bit closer oh, on yeah. access. Cognitive test Ooh. that they're going to give to uh, to, uh, to to Biden. Biden. Yeah, Trump took one and was very excited when he he said he passed with flying colors or whatever. He aced it. 
It's like, so what? <laughs> but Biden, you know, yeah. Whatever. All right. Oh, but you cognitive had cognitive test for Neil Young. What? what? You had a great <laughs> word earlier, and I want I want to hear you say this again for the way the world is reacting to um, a person talking to another person and sharing the conversation on the internet. You're going to ask me this after I've had two glasses of whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> you co- I actually have no recollection of what oh, you're talking about. It's, it's so funny. It's not the Trump derangement oh, syndrome. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we now have, since Trump is not in office, we now have Rogan derangement syndrome, which is now everything has to go through Rogan now as to like what what does what did Joe Rogan say about this and what, how is Joe Rogan, you know, because he is... His viewership is what ten to twenty times as high as CNN's, so they have think to take him out. I think it is one hundred times. One hundred times, yeah. They have to take they have to take him down now. He's way too big. But guess what? He's totally uncancelable. He's already got offers from like Rumble to, for the same amount of, for another hundred million dollars to just right? go to do to Rumble. He's uncancelable, and everybody knows he's he's very earnest. He's just a mm-hmm. curious guy. He just has people he's just on the He's just a dude, bro. He's not trying to hurt anybody. Everybody knows that. So. He's uncancelable, and even even with the the nig the nigga video that came out of him saying the n word over and over again, just in okay, so I, the, I think we can go for another hour on 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 uh, how harmful I think it is to for black people to think that a white person can't even read the n word out of a dictionary and it's somehow harmful to them, which I think most of them don't don't think. But you know. no, r- rational people don't think that. However. No. It's important to note that as soon as that as soon as certain people disagree with you, they will attack you as a person mm-hmm. in order to discredit everything that you say. It's a logical fallacy, yeah. but it doesn't matter. They appeal to the emotion of the of the unwashed masses by attacking and saying, "Well, you know, Dave turned down a Hispanic woman when he was in college who wanted to date him, mm-hmm. and therefore he hates Hispanic women. Yeah, of course. And then they'll bring some woman that you don't remember who talked to you in class one time that you said, "No, I, you know, I already ate. I don't want to go out to get a coffee. I don't want to go out with that girl. She's she's a little too heavy. Oh, you're a, you're a fat shamer. Oh, I only date heavy chicks. Oh, so you fetishize fat girls? That right? Yeah. Great, awesome! What a great world we set up. Uh, well, um, we are we are in interesting times. Now the you, leftist. Oh, go ahead. You teased something about the NFL. Oh yeah, which is a subject that I don't follow very closely. So can you please? It was a huge problem. That's a non-problem because uh, is this the thing where that I heard all the coaches are white slave owners and all the yeah. players are black <laughs> yeah. slaves? Apparently, the new anger is that. Um, the vast majority of high-paying jobs in the NFL are held by black people, but not enough of the shitty low-paying jobs are held by black people. So that, that's basically their... Uh, their, their yeah. So 70, about 70% of the actual players who make all the big money are black. Even though they're only about... And they're all men. It's about 6% of the population are black men overall, but there's 70% of the NFL. That's not a problem. Guess what? I don't think it's a problem either. I don't give a fuck. But... For some reason, in the coaching, it's only the exact same representation as the population, about 6%. Oh. That's a problem somehow, Sable, that I don't... I don't where's the problem exactly? Hmm. I, don't, I don't understand what, what the problem is. <laughs> so. Well, I think um, 
They also need to have ten times the representation of the of the normal public in the coaching staff too, as so they do on the field. I, 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 there, I don't there's a group I'm a part of at one of my colleges. It is a Latin X association where we su- sort Latinx. of we support the Latinx, mm-hmm. and um, the woman in charge she said it very succinctly. She said it's the optics. She said, people aren't smart enough to figure out that what they see isn't the truth. Therefore, we have to show them in a way that they can understand with their small little pea brain. Obviously, she's a leftist because she assumes everybody else is dumber than her, right? Yeah. 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 Good. Good. Of course. I love I love it. This I paraphrased is... her words, by the way, yeah. <laughs> in case she figures out who she is. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is part, you know, the... Um... They still the that's what I was saying earlier. Leftists they have this filter. They 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 the fear is like the 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 oil for their engine. They have to have fear. There is absolutely no racism problem in the NFL at all. If anything, they need to start helping out white people or Asians to to get more of a representation. But I don't give a shit. I don't. It's, it uh, it who seems cares? it seems like culturally a, black men. Specifically, black men are working harder to get into the NFL, and they're yeah, being more successful. It's a merit-based place, and they're kicking ass. Good. Leave it alone. It should be a model for everything else. And it's so funny. The lesser-paid management and coaching jobs, well, maybe some, some of the owners obviously make more money, and they're probably mostly white guys, but just the coaching staff, and the, that's... Those, those, that's small potatoes compared to the show, which is we got seventy percent black guys. This is there's no problem going on here. Right. And like I said, they said about six percent. That's that's the that's the rate of black men in the population, and we're mostly talking about men here in the coaching because the it's hard to be a female coach if you've never actually played in the sport that you're coaching. I, right. You know, so it's mostly going to be men. So there's. There is no problem in the NFL with vis-a-vis racism, but the Democrats have to create the fear. It's their only game. It's their only fucking game. They're the ones we put. We, we the left caused all this havoc with COVID because fear is their is their oil for the engine. Right. It used to be the ozone layer, <gasps> the um, global cooling. <gasps> no wait, global warming. <gasps> Africanized killer bees. <gasps> Oh, I, remember, AIDS. <gasps> I remember the population bomb, <gasps> the energy crisis. <gasps> it's always fear, 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 fear. It's all they have. And boy, if they, if people realize, hey, the NFL is fine. Uh oh, uh oh, we don't have our our fear uh, mm-hmm. lever to pull on the NFL, but we have to make up something. Oh, the, this area here, we we need to have. <laughs> there's no problem in the NFL. I'm sorry. You know, given the safety culture. On the on the very left leaning Democratic side and the maternal nature, I'm surprised that NFL is still legal. Oh my God! Yeah, they're they're I'm, hitting these guys are hitting each other very hard. I'm surprised that they are allowed to to have actual physical violence mm-hmm. in a game because it's got to be toxic masculine energy. Yeah, yeah. And the only type of toxic energy we allow is toxic femininity. Hmm. Very true. Talks about to- toxic femininity got us here to seven and a half percent inflation mm-hmm. and supply chain disruption and honking and people at each other's throats because they decided to overprotect us because they're um, uh, they're uh, toxically feminine protection 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting um, when, when we get through it, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The books that will be written. Of course, you know, uh, after the pandemic goes away, five years, there'll be a book written about how uh, how horrifyingly bad we, we reacted and how we fucked everything up. And then there'll be another equally successful book on how well we handled everything and how science was, how the CDC was correct on everything. And if everybody that likes the the way things went they'll mm-hmm. gravitate toward that information and everybody who doesn't like it will go to their information and we'll still be in the same old like uh you know 40 percent thought this 40 percent thought this and there's this middle in between who kind of lean towards either side depending on how the wind's blowing well wow. we'll have to see but uh back to that how white people cannot even black people cannot hear the word being spoken by a black person this is part of their by a white person by a white person yeah sorry there's this is part of the the left came up with this whole zero tolerance thing we had zero covid that was a horrible idea mm-hmm. there's no way we're ever going to contain covid that was also they, a, a chinese zero policy. yes chinese communist leftist now, the the chinese though they they were so serious they were welding people into their do, into their homes yeah that's they how would you weld zero the doors COVID. The Democrats would do that if they if they could if they had the power here mm-hmm. they would like to because obviously it's for your own good you idiot you you uh, ruffian you pleb we will have to put you you know weld you in your house do they at least have a hole where they can throw food in or did they give a shit over in China who knows I don't know the answer to that but the zero tolerance thing comes with because of this I remember I always talk about the unconstrained vision like we can be we can make it perfect. And if right. you don't agree with us, you're obviously some sort of a mental deficient. And you, what's wrong with you? So we have to make you take this vaccine because it is obviously the right thing to do. How could you not want to take this vaccine? Clearly, you don't understand. You don't understand. We have to school you. We might need to create a camp to put you in to re-educate you on how how great of an idea getting this vaccine is. Even though you already had COVID and you got over it. And we now, don't have a good reason for you taking it. We just have a hunch, and we're going to make you take it or lose your job. But I'm going to add a disclaimer. I'm going to add. A, I I'm going to add a disclaimer a here. A rare disclaimer from so a from rare Sable. disclaimer because the more and more evidence that comes out, the more generally safe the vaccines have proven to be, mm-hmm. and the more that uh, the people that were really sick and at risk, the obese, the ones with heart conditions, the those people have survived a little better because of it. So it's possible... Yeah, yeah. That, that was my hunch from it's, early on. It's possible so that these have actually been beneficial. As far as it, it's looking right now, I still don't want to give it to my kids. And some people think I'm crazy because of that. I just don't think there's enough data yet. Plus, your kids have such a low risk. It's, it's a non-issue. It's right. a non-issue. But they I have a daughter are, who wanted it, so I said, fine, but, whatever. But they're being excluded from society because of it. Right. That's bullshit. And that's the part I disagree with. It's like if we're not at risk of the of the disease because we were exposed to it, why would I risk them by exposing them to the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Like we There's don't no need. We we don't we don't have a benefit from it. In fact, I was I was talking with a the camp the director of the camp, and I said, look, the schools don't require it. The yeah. synagogue doesn't require it. Nothing requires it in their life except you. And you yeah. want to put my children at risk? I said, how old are your children? And he said, well, um, I don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my partner and I adopted. No, no didn't even kidding. adopt. He didn't have kids. 
Yeah, right, of course. The camp director didn't have kids. Wow. He couldn't understand my argument about making a risk assessment mm-hmm. for my children's safety mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the camp director did not have kids. Camp director doesn't have kids. How old is this person? Who knows? You, you really can't tell from the voice when he talks. <laughs> or he's just talking on the phone. Because uh, I was just on the phone with him. <laughs> so that's going to be so a whole different thing. They're requiring vaccine. You know who's not requiring vaccine to get in is the Oscars. That's oh, gonna, really? Yeah. I can't believe that. That's going to change. Yeah. Um, they they aren't requiring vaccine cards. Uh, the the uh, actually it's just the the viewers the uh, audience they're they're expecting basically almost no females to show up because they are requiring proof that your lips and breasts are real. Oh, but so not a lot of ladies showing up. But actually, that's no, a good what, one. What they what they are what they are requiring is a COVID test, which makes perfect sense to me because my daughter went to she had to get a COVID test to go into Universal Studios a couple of weeks ago. But they're just letting vaccinated people walk through, and I'm like, Garen, goddamn to you, some of those people have. COVID, right? They're just letting them walk through. Everyone's going to get COVID. Everyone's going to get COVID in there. My daughter won't because she got a COVID test. She's negative. They're letting people walk on in well, who have gonna, COVID. She's going to walk in without COVID. She's going to walk out it. with it. Exactly. Yeah, she didn't. But uh, that's that's the that's what we get when we have awesome zero mm-hmm. tolerance retarded government regulations. Yeah. The, I guess I said the R word. I'm sorry. The amount of power that regular bureaucrats have... Oh. Like the, the the administration at a local college requiring, requiring that every – and now, mind you, these students have already been mandated to upload their proof of vaccination in order to be able to even show up on the campus. But then once you're on the campus, you still have to have the, the app installed. You have to answer the questions every day that automatically pop up on your phone with a notification – I would say I don't have enough money to get a cell phone. Could you guys, can you guys supply one well, for me? <laughs> no, that would be great. Now there, there is a fine line here because I know some employees that installed the app and are doing those things, walking into their office and scanning their office door every day. But there was no communication from the management that employees were involved in this, and until somebody tells me you have to install that. Mm. I'm just going to be sitting back saying, I don't have a cell phone that's owned by you. Uh, I paid for (laughs) my, I paid my own money for my cell phone and I'm not installing your app on it. That's great. Great. I like that. So if you want to provide me with a phone, it's reasonable for you to ask me to do this. Otherwise, Hmm. where's the web link? I like that angle. That's great. And there was no web link, but they haven't asked employees to do this yet. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, another college that I was at, they were, requiring employees to fill this out every time before you walked on campus. And I just didn't. <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what, if I'm sick, I won't come on campus. How about that? Sounds great. But how do you know you're sick? You don't know that you're sick. They said, this no, is- you have to fill out the form on the app. You have to have the app. And I said, no. <laughs> and I just thought it anyway. I remember when you, you used to be able to just decide whether or not you felt sick. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Those good old days, two years ago, three years ago? In the battle days. Okay, are you ready for uh, a couple softballs okay. on a game? I'm very buzzed, so I, I don't know how this it's is going to be. But anyway, so by easy. the way, everybody, uh, I talked about Oscars briefly. 
I, I oh, watched Oscars briefly. I right? watched Power of the Dog, which is the Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, it's a Jane Campion written and directed film starring Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Kirsten Dunst. Um, nominated for I think Best Picture, right? It was fantastic. Highly recommend. Um, Tell me also, the name again. It's called uh, Power of the Power of the Dog. Very juicy, meaty film. Um, uh, I rec- highly recommend. Um, also, Don't Look Up, which we didn't get to talk about, which is pretty pretty darn good. I'm 15 minutes in, mm-hmm. maybe 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. I got to the part where DiCaprio got, um, he got shaved. They fixed his beard. He had a weird he's, beard. He's on TV, yeah. And then, the, and then the girl, his grad student, she lost her mind and said, you should all be terrified. Mm-hmm. And immediately, the whole country made horrible memes about her mm-hmm. showing like the worst shots of her face yeah. and shaming her mm-hmm. so is this don't look up is this really about climate change or is it really about trump it is really about trump and climate change and hyperpolarization and social media and um covid it's all those wrapped up in one, and it okay. makes some really good points. Now, the problem is I think Adam McKay is a big global warming guy, climate change guy. I think he thinks that the evidence for climate change being uh, a destruction tool of, of the earth is as... Um, like the comet. Is like inevitable. as inevitable as the comet. Like, we know the day and date. I think he thinks that, so obviously... There's a little bit of a disconnect there mm, with his right. data, but but when you watch this, just watch this film with uh, for what it is. Like, yes, they we know the exact moment this comet is going to hit. Now, of course, the scientists have to guess. Like, yeah, we think it's going to be an extinction level event, but in the movie, even that's, all the scientists are like, yeah, this is going to destroy the entire planet. That's not but really the kind of thing you yeah. have to guess about. Once you no. figure out the mass of yeah. the object and right. the velocity that it's moving at. They can calculate yeah. the effects on the Earth. Yeah, but still, because of fake news, a lot of people just don't believe it, and it's pretty well right. done for that. So watch it. Just, just, just right. let it go. Suspend your disbelief and go. Yeah, I'll, I'm just go I'll with finish the world. it. Yeah, but because it's see, well the, done. The problem is, I've heard Leonardo DiCaprio talk <laughs> extemporaneously in public, oh, and I'm I can sorry. never watch him again in any show and believe it because I know what a dipshit he is. <laughs> And I wish he had never spoken in public. Yeah. If he had never spoken in public, I could still enjoy all those great shows. I could still enjoy him. I could watch Titanic again. Oh, I can't watch Titanic him again. riding around on his yacht, banging supermodels. I know he's, he's, he's notorious for having thousands of, of women. By the way, I found out a friend of mine, over a thousand, and he's not a famous person. Wow. I was like, whoa. He's like, I, I don't remember. <laughs> Like you can't. We should have him on the show. <laughs> He's wow. going to remain anonymous. But um, by the way, side story. Um, we could play Wordle with his name. Does it start with an A? No. Oh yes, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was this. There's this weird herpes virus killing baby elephants like crazy. It's like a wild strain, and scientists are trying to find all kinds of. They're trying to save baby elephants. How and, are baby elephants getting herpes? I don't know. It's it's a. I don't know. It's a virus that's herpes like or something or mm-hmm. they, they said it was a herpes virus but so far they found that they're doing a sort of a social distancing thing um, where they're, they're keeping them at least six feet from Leonardo DiCaprio 
Ah, so it's there's been working. the joke. Yeah, there's the joke. <laughs> uh, nice. Okay, I like that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dave. So for watch that. Don't Look Up and watch Power of the Dog. I will finish Don't Look Up. I will watch Power of the Dog, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to play Three Degrees to That's Racist. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Because you don't have any beef bunker, do you? Um, no, I do not. You did not tell me you had any beef bunker. No. Oh, actually. Do you have any beef bunker? I... Mm, yes, I do. Actually, oh, I, I want to share this anonymously. Hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking for a second. Yes. One of the singers in the concert has been on a very heavy no carb diet. Mm-hmm. And he was taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't eat that double hamburger protein style because there's sauce on it. Wow, hardcore. Like, hardcore, no bread, no fries. And in a few weeks, he lost 18 pounds and feels great. Yeah. And he said, you know, it's been really hard to keep this diet, but he was wearing a skin-tight shirt that was like <laughs> one size too small mm-hmm. for a big, tall, muscular guy. And he was like, but can you tell the 18 pounds? Yeah, And I just wanted to point out that by cutting those carbs and sugars, uh, which is something I should probably just do that for 30 days and just get it over with. Yeah. I, should, we just, should we just do that? Should we I'm, just try that? We should. <laughs> okay. I don't know what day we're going to start, but we should. Yeah. And I think he's probably not drinking alcohol. He's not eating dairy or cheese. I would probably yeah. do it as a carnivore, but... It's been really effective for him. And to see this guy go so, I guess, because he's an actor, he has a photo shoot coming up. Like, he had a specific goal he wanted. He's pushed so hard to meet this goal. I'm almost jealous that he could <laughs> keep up that level of um, of discipline, not eating the the bread, the carbs, the sugars. And even the sugars. like putting ketchup on there or something. I mean, he's just eating what... What is he eating? Just like steaks? I, I don't know. Yeah. I've That's only awesome. seen him in these couple of rehearsals, but he made a point to say, look, I know this crazy diet I'm doing is not going to be forever, but this is 18 pounds. Yeah. yeah. So that was pretty and good. 18 pounds, 18 pounds on carnivore looks like 30 pounds. Because <laughs> this you know, is a big you're not guy. not losing any muscle. This is a big, probably. This is a big tall guy. He's got muscular arms, muscular shoulders. Like he's yeah. a. He's a singer and an actor, and um, he's the kind of guy that Corey would look at and go, damn. <laughs> and Corey's already the kind of guy you look at and go, damn. damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's play a game, Dave. Okay. You've heard of Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon. Well, it's time to play Three Degrees to That's Racist where Dave takes a random word or phrase and has three connections to make that word or phrase racist. Let's see if Dave can match the skills of Democrats and play three degrees to that's racist. That's racist. <laughs> As I always say, the intro is so good. I don't even need to play the game. It's it's pretty good. Now, are you feeling pumped, Dave? Feeling yeah, let pumped? Me, let me uh, relax myself here. I'm going to shake, shake it out. Do shoulder rolls. Yeah, shoulder take roll. a breath. <sighs> Okay. Right? I mean, we're not quite at the Olympics of three degrees yet, but this could be an Olympic sport next year. 
Yeah, yeah. We're our, we're well, in talks with in the four Olympic, years uh, committee. The IOC. Yeah, we're in talks with the next uh, commun like North Korea because I think they're going to host next time. All right. <laughs> when is Sorry. it going to come around to LA again? I don't know. Oh, not for I think the next. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about the Olympics, so I don't know. Shildag. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, the uh, the Olympic torch. The Olympics were in in L.A. at the Coliseum, and the the guys would run the Olympic torch down the main boulevard. It was Hawthorne Boulevard mm, mm-hmm. where I lived, and they would run it at a high speed and pass it off. And we all went out to the middle of Hawthorne Boulevard where we used to drive around and be crazy and just watch like some black guy running, holding a torch and passing it off to some chick who took off and ran. And it was it was um, miraculous. It seems mesmerizing. That's kind of cool. It sounds dumb the way I just said it right now. No. <laughs> but there were like hundreds, maybe yeah. thousands of people on the street on this huge main drag. This is 84? It was 1984. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we... I went with my grandpa and we drove and we sat outside of the Coliseum. We could hear the music playing, the John Williams music. Yeah, it's great. John Williams did that. <laughs> he he did he did the Olympic thing. Yep. Oh. Okay. Are you ready to play? Okay. okay. Here we go. We know the rules. I'm very buzzed now, so I I'm, I'm, I apologize in advance. I think we're on f- the fourth yeah. shell dig. Something like that. All right, we're going to end the show right after this game. <laughs> Dave, good. Don't take. Oh, finish oh, your drink. Oh, Go sorry. ahead. Go no. ahead. Number one. Okay. Morning commute. Morning commute. Well, uh, morning commute is uh, for people who have like office jobs, kind of like white collar jobs, and uh, we know that um, the inflation is making gas cost a lot more. So right now, the people that are getting hit hard most, Sable, by this commute are black people. So therefore, morning commutes are racist. All right, Dave, for the next one, smartphones. Smartphones. It's much the same. I just try to channel Nancy Pelosi. I say, we're, you know... They're requiring smartphones now to be, uh, if you're going to go to college, you have to have these apps to so they can track your whereabouts all day. But it's really hard for poor people to get cell phones. And most of the poor people are going to be black. So therefore, smartphones are racist. Wow, Dave, you're on, you're on a kick here. All right, the next one, I did throw one that was a little hard. It's not mm. quite a softball. Healthcare. Healthcare. <laughs> well... It's really the same argument. <laughs> Healthcare costs, you know, Sable, they're going up and they're never going down again because of Barack Obama. But that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, the fact that uh, COVID has even put more of a strain on the healthcare uh, industry and that coupled with the inflation is just hitting the black community so much harder. And therefore, healthcare is racist. <laughs> I'm not going for it. You didn't buy that one. Okay, final one for you. Okay. One more softball. I'm ready for you okay. to knock it out the park. Tee it up. Ice bucket. <sighs> ice bucket. Not the ice bucket challenge. Mm-hmm. The ice bucket. Ice bucket. Well, you know that's very triggering because the only job that a lot of black guys could get back in the South was just filling up the ice 
<laughs> ice things uh, in the in the uh, urinals and the the ice machines. So therefore, ice buckets are racist. Hooray! Thank you. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I didn't either. You managed to get me again, Dave. So I bet I bet it uh, bet at seven fifty on that one. Yep. Hey, side note: when I worked at McDonald's, one of my jobs was to go to the urinals the and urinal? dump ice in the oh. in the urinal. Ladies. They get. They just have no. They're like ice. In the what? Yeah. They have no idea the pleasure. They have no idea the pleasure of urinating on ice cubes. Such a. It's one and of the great it makes of it life. smell a lot less. Yeah. And it's great. And the really bonus, so it doesn't smell as bad, and guys tend to keep it in the urinal when there's ice cubes. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, because you're aiming yep. at the cubes, and you don't. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we should wrap it up. That's a pretty good show. Better than you thought it was going to be before we started recording. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. All right. Well, next next show, we'll get Corey back. Corey had some Mm -hmm. writing gig. He had some... Not sure he said he couldn't make it. He was doing some stuff and... uh, He's always got stuff going on. He's got a lot of things going on. We're going to have to get on his Instagram channel. So for oh, the Corey nice. Parker Robinson okay. audience, subscribe now. let us let us know that you want him subscribe. back on the show. Send us a message at Sable and Dave on Twitter, or send us an email at theindispensableshow at gmail.com. And I'll see you next time, Dave. Bye, Sable. Yeah.